the fifth episode of the Starfish podcast. Oh my god, so happy. You know what my roommates were saying? They were just like, so are you guys on episode five yet? Are you on episode five? And I was just like, uh, yeah, like we're, we're about to record episode five. And they, they just looked at me. I was like, what? And they're like, oh, well, that's when people usually stop doing things. <laughs> I was just like, what? <laughs> I was just like, what? Uh, I don't know where you guys heard that from, but. Do they just like learn shitty stats to put other people down? <laughs> I guess. Like, what in the hell? We're just getting into this shit, yeah. and it's going so well. I know. It's, I feel like it gets better and better. We're getting more comfortable. We're yeah. getting more at ease in like the way our conversation flows. I guess now is when we stop. Apparently. Yeah, I was so confused just sitting at the dining room table. You're like, Can I, I thought they were dinner? gonna be like, I I literally thought they were gonna be like, so what are you guys gonna talk about? Da da da. What's the topic? And they were just like. So, are you going to stop? <laughs> this is what happens when you're a positive person. This is what happens when you have five other fucking roommates who all have input to say about your podcast. Anyways, they support us, and we really appreciate the support from you guys, and I really hope you guys don't think we were about to stop at episode five, okay? However, if you know any other shitty podcast stats, tell us. Like, we'd love to know. Yeah, we're going to break them all. This is never ending. We're going to no, do this tour. This will be forever and ever. Like, we're going to be, like, at our weddings, like, delivering, doing everything, and just, like, hey, T. We're going to make a podcast about our delivery. Oh, my God. Don't say that. Okay, wait. Actually, but then that'll be, like, four years down the line. Five oh years, God. seven years? Between four and seven, maybe. Between four and seven. We could be pregnant right now. Oh, my... <laughs> There's no way. Oh, my God. I wish. Anyways, don't forget to rate and review our podcast, please, guys. You know, we've We've been noticing that our Apple Podcasts and our Spotify's, we've been getting these five stars. And let me tell you something. It's not me. Is is it you? Did you give us five stars? We should, actually. That'll bump it up from five, five reviews to seven reviews. Well, also, don't forget to share this with your friends and get get your guy friends to listen to. Mm-hmm. Okay, we're funny and I feel like we have a lot of constructive criticism for guys. And we're not like team we hate men. Okay, we love men. No, I love men. <laughs> I don't know why to say so sultry. Oh my god. Okay, today we are going to talk about... This week's opinion is being an entrepreneur and how we were able to freshly move to Toronto and build up careers and businesses for ourselves and literally just be able to financially support and be independent, mm-hmm. which has been a, a struggle, but we figured it out. and uh, we're, actually figuring, have we <laughs> we're figuring it out for sure. And anyways, it, there's a lot of ups and downs, a lot of tears. But so last week I discussed how I was going to be doing a challenge where I'm going to DM a guy on Instagram. So for the past week, I've been going through hundreds of accounts and it has been very stressful. And just so you guys know, this is a very difficult task and I'm really scared, but we're figuring it out. And I have, I have found one guy and I'm looking for another one. And that's the update. So next week, hopefully there'll be more of an update. Yeah, I didn't really realize how hard it would be to find a guy who has a private account. Like, how are you supposed to creep someone who has a private account? Yeah. You know? Because I just they have a girlfriend. Exactly. I'd just be like, fuck no. So I guess that's how people feel when, you know, I post you on my story, you get 80 clicks, and they and all like, see you have a private account. They're just like, fuck this bitch. <laughs> they want to creep, but they can't. Yeah. I guess I could find the names and Google them. But, like, that's no. so much happening. No, 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 no. Half the guys probably aren't even relevant enough yeah. to, you know, shell up mm-hmm. exactly. on the googs. So, on the googs. 
You've literally never said the goose. Okay, well, you know, side note with that, and now we're going to talk about our topic. Being female entrepreneurs in the city and how we got here and how we're still trying to get there. And how I keep changing my mind every three months. No, I have a very clear path of what I want to do with my life. It's just getting there. I can't wait to hear about it because I don't know this path. Oh, what? What do you mean? Wait, wait, wait. You've literally lived with me through this path. Okay, if someone said, what does Tisha want to do? I would say you want to be an editorial makeup artist. Yeah. That hasn't changed? No. Oh, that's that's your... That, yeah. That's You're awesome. like, why aren't you there? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I'm just like so surprised because I feel like the past year I've told you like seven different jobs I've wanted. So I'm just, it's so amazing that you've literally like... It's like what I said in the first episode yeah. that you have a niche and like I'm so jealous of that. It's like you have this thing that you want to do and... <laughs> I'm still not there yet. Yeah, why? <laughs> I'm going to cry. No. This year has just... I feel like this year was definitely supposed to be my year of submitting my portfolio to an agency and getting accepted to an agency and being represented. I'm behind on my portfolio, obviously, because of the pandemic. And it's hard to like not stress out about it. But I know a lot of people are in the same boat. Should I start from the beginning? Yeah. So like we mentioned in the first episode, Suzanne and I both went to Dell. I got my four-year degree in sociology and then I was there for an extra year. In third year, I was having a really, really rough time I almost dropped out like I didn't know what I wanted to do whatever university definitely wasn't for me I kind of regret going to university obviously but I don't regret all the experiences and the friendships I made in Halifax and the connection I have to that city my mom knew how unhappy I was and she told me about this school in Toronto called CMU and it's a makeup school here so I decided to go there had multiple modules we learned hair beauty fashion theater special effects prosthetics and everything and then from there we were kind of just able it helped us narrow down exactly what route we wanted to go in the makeup industry for me my heart's always been with fashion and beauty makeup I'm trying to ultimately create my portfolio in the city by connecting with a bunch of other creatives including photographers models um, like photographers for assistance, a whole bunch of people. You also had a really intense school schedule. You were like nine to five every single day. Yeah, I was. School started at, I think it it was 9.30 to 4.30 or something. And that was hard for me because I hadn't done that since friggin' high school. So there were days where I was at CMU and I was just like fuck this place like I don't want to be here all day I'm so Mm -hmm. over it whatever got through it got my diploma and everything got some (laughs) diploma got some debt (laughs) yeah this school was so expensive you guys oh my gosh but going to that school was definitely the right move for me I feel like I learned so much when I went to CMU that was around the time still like when when I moved to the city so I was really struggling I made friends with a bunch of people in my class obviously you know when you move to the city is like a small fish in a big pond you need to network especially well in any industry really when you're being an entrepreneur so that just meeting people and meeting the teachers a lot of successful teachers uh, go to that school who have worked on amazing projects so yeah they're good connections to have I made a lot of connections through Instagram just DMing people DMing photographers one of my best friends uh, he's a successful photographer so we've done shoots together and just like word of mouth has opened a lot of doors for me I've been published in Vogue Italia Solstice magazine and Toxic magazine so those are my three publications and I need to continue to get published to put my work in my portfolio to submit to agencies and ultimately get 
represented by P1, Judy Inc., or Plutino Group. Those are my top three uh, to do editorial makeup for advertisements and fashion shows and stuff. So I feel like you're manifesting right now. Like, <clears throat> I feel like you're going to look back on this in like a year and be like, oh, how cute was I when I was mentioning these like uh, representative groups like that I want to be represented by. And then you're going to be like, oh. My biggest aspiration in life is for makeup to allow me to travel the world. Like, I'm definitely, like, you know, I'm one of those people. I would move every year if I could. Mm-hmm. Like, I have no issue doing that. And I just want to be able to that sounds like so create work on faces and get that feeling of accomplishment. But I honestly do it for the reaction I get from them. They're when, just like, wow. I yeah. So when like, they see the makeup, they're like, oh, my gosh. But I also want to have the pressure of runway makeup. Mm-hmm. Of just like, you know, model after model mm-hmm. after model, like replicating the same look. That's that's something that I don't have. And that's something that I was actually supposed to do. I was supposed to do the Fashion Art Toronto show back in April. And that was going to be for a week. That's so interesting. That got canceled. That's like such a talent to be able to replicate and make the makeup models look the same with completely different facial structures, but the yeah. same makeup. It's like you have to elevate this higher like that. That sounds really yeah. cool. Every every face is a new canvas. It's exactly like painting. It's just I didn't know that's how makeup artists work. That you were represented, and they'd be like kind of like models or an, or an actors. They'd be like, okay, you go there, you go there. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like a temp agency, in a sense, right? Like, yeah. Just like you go there for a day. That's I, I also want to travel. That's why I'm getting into what I want to get into. But yeah. But I felt like I was talking for so long. But in a nutshell, that's what that's what I'm trying to do, guys. That's my goal in life. Well, on to me. My freaking oh my god! Like I don't even know where to start. Yeah, from the first episode, I mentioned that I want to do literally everything. Uh, now it has changed. So, so me as a person, I've always been. My mind is always working. I'm always thinking of like new businesses I want to start. That's like I have like a giant list on my phone. Every time I see it any sort of like missing link in like the date way that people live their lives. I'm always just like, I'm always seeking that. Two days ago, I was like, maybe I should start a business to make pretty webcam covers. You know how people cover their webcams because they don't want to be stalked? Yeah. Uh, it, it exists, but it's just not as mainstream. I mm. saw, I got that idea because a friend posted an Instagram story and I saw her webcam covered by like this like ugly post-it. And I was like, no, like, it could be like a really cute sticker because a lot of people do that. Mm-hmm. And I want to do that. Anyway, so I'm always like trying to come up with like different business ideas. And that was my goal to always start a business so when I was in marketing I had to do a business plan and the, the idea of the project was to consider yourself as a business so you had to do a business plan based on how you're going to market yourself but I asked my professor if I could do it on a, an actual business and he was like yeah sure whatever and then I was thinking okay what should I do and then I realized that I was getting my lashes done all the time. And I was, I remember the girl I was like, well, if she can do this, it's not that hard. And so I was like, I'm just going to do this on the side for fun. And that's what I did my business plan on. And when I got the result, the like the results back, my professor said, you need to start this because he gave me like a hundred. And he's like, if you do it this way, he's like, it's, you're going to be so profitable. And he was right. And then, so I was like, okay, fuck it. So I took the course and then I started marketing myself and my business and it's been doing really well. Lash Bay T.O. Yeah, Check her out. Get a lash lift done if you want. Uh, it was really hard trying to build up my clientele. Instagram's really important for that. And word of mouth, especially with lashes. Because the nice thing, for example, as you do makeup and I do lashes, it's one of those things where it's a product. You put a product on someone and they sell it for you because yeah. they walk around with it. Mm-hmm. It's like iPhone. Like everyone walks around with an iPhone so you see it and you're like, oh, okay, like I want to go buy an iPhone. It's smart. That's like what 
Kim and Kanye did to release one of Kanye's collections. Like Kim just walk walked around and was like shot by the paparazzi, and that's how he like advertised for his new collection. Yeah, it's so like, like yeah. it's just like free free marketing. Yeah. So, so like what I always get really excited when my friends say, or sorry, my clients. Well, I guess they're still my friends when they go. I say, oh, I'm going to a party tomorrow, and like I'm getting my lashes done, and literally from they'll go to a party, and then the next week I'll have like two of the people that were at that party be like oh I love the lashes and like that's like the cheapest and the best way Mm -hmm. just the word of mouth referrals are really important but you also it's kind of hard so I do it out of my home it's like stressful because you always have to have your house in like pristine condition yeah no matter what like I know that I can't cook with onions like the day of and it's like always stressful because like they bring their energy and their vibe into your house so I've had some Mm -hmm. clients who have been really like off-putting and like eerie and like kind of scary like they'll just like go into the bathroom for like eight minutes and you don't know what they're doing um and then like it's kind of scary I was like am I literally stealing my stuff but then afterwards I like open all the windows and like get like try to flush their energy out of the house because I get like super creeped out and uh but I guess that's just one of those things that you just have to do but one now that I'm applying for jobs because I want to go in a more corporate route uh just because I would love to start a big business that would require like a bank loan or something like really serious, like a big project. But I feel like I just don't have enough of the corporate experience yet. I feel like I need a couple of years in corporate to just see how businesses are managed and how the different logistical parts of a business all work to collaborate together. And so that's why I want to go into sales. And I got I st- I got to sales because I was thinking, how can I apply my business into, how can I apply it onto a resume and make it apply, sorry, transfer those skills into a job. And I was like, well, what do I do? And I was like, technically the more, the hands-on part of the business is not very transferable, but the fact that I was able to build up a clientele and get a lot of sales and clients that are with a high retention rate would mean that I'd probably be good in sales. And and Mm -hmm. so I was like, well, I also love the pharmaceutical industry. So I want to get into pharmaceutical or or software sales. I feel like if you, one, you get to travel a fuck ton. You get to meet so many people. And it makes so much money. So, like, the, it hits the big three. That's all I need. So, it sounds like we're both going to be traveling and meeting a lot of people. Yeah. But you're going to be making a lot of money. So, I'll just follow you wherever you go and live with you for the rest of your life. I'm down. I'm down. If I can make enough money to sustain the both of us, <laughs> as long as you do my makeup for work every day. Oh, <laughs> No, but don't. If you, if, you, if you are a published, like, editorial makeup artist, like, what's the yeah. salary? You do really well, right? I, I hope so. This is why I want to get with an agency and be represented. Like, I don't want to be freelance forever, mm-hmm. you know? that Because then if you're freelance, then most likely, like, you'll, you'll have another job on the side, which for so long, I've so clearly known what I've wanted to do. Like, I want my undivided attention on makeup for, like, the rest of my life. I don't want to be freelance forever. Okay. I'd rather be represented but maybe like once once you're represented for like let's say like five years, you already built up your clientele. Yeah, so that's, then you can yeah. kind of almost freelance, but you don't have to give them like ten percent. Yeah, exactly. That's would true. you want to do like let's say like there's like a would you want to be like a celebrity's personal makeup artist or would you want to like where you travel with them for like years? Yeah, I would do that. Would you do that? Yeah. Or, but like, what if there's no there? Then you won't be maybe doing any like runway or editorial. Mm. I've, I feel like, yeah, I would still do that for, like, years or a couple of years, and then Just hopefully I would out. have the opportunity to do runway or something. 25, turning 25 this year hit me big. It hit me big, and then COVID happened and everything. I feel like, you know, when I was 18, 19, 17, 
looking into my future at 25, like I thought, you know, I married was with a house and kids. No, I didn't think I was going to be married, but I hoped that like I would have kids by now. But also like being a young mom runs in my family. So I thought I would be where I wanted to be now. And I am I am not like at all. I've just been stressed lately with getting my creative juices flowing again because I just feel so far behind. It, it's interesting because when I think about the way the where I am now I still think about myself as like 19 or 20 and I'm like wow it's actually just been like six years and it's like so much has happened but also feels like nothing has happened yeah because I feel like I haven't hit those big milestones like get your big like first real big job like get engaged like buy a house buy all these things that you think are like milestones haven't been hit yet yeah but like I guess when you're 18, you don't really consider like personal growth as a milestone. Like you think of like that's physical things as where you like what your measures of success. Yeah. And so when I think about like mentally where I was at 18, I'm like, that's insane. Like mm-hmm. how much our brains have changed and like our thought patterns. And I feel like the when, when people say like, oh, people never change is like such a lie. People change like crazy. People change and people grow. I was a dumbass. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> same. What now? I remember I was like, even not even 17, like 23. One. <laughs> like 22. Like, I was so entitled. I was such a princess. Like everything. I'm still a princess. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I had a date on Tuesday and I feel like the guy called me princess in a condescending Yeah, caused con- condescending <sighs> way. He was like, oh, you're such a princess. What? Honestly, if someone says that to me, I'm still going to take it as a compliment. And I was like, and I was like, yeah, I am a princess. Okay. Maybe that's because we're only children. Oh my god, stop. Do you think that's Don't true? let the stigma be true. People can't know we're both only children. They'll stop listening to our podcast. <laughs> it's true. People people hate on only children. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why. They're just jealous of the love we received. Probably. <laughs> Sorry that your middle child got no attention. Yeah, I don't know. I had like someone said to me the other day, I met I mentioned to him that I was an only child, and he was like, Wow, honestly, like you'd be the last person I thought would be an only child like I have a really good friend he's an only child and the way he thinks like I can never wrap my head around how he thinks sometimes and I was just like okay like the stigma there's an only child stigma I don't know I don't know what only children you guys are meeting but are they are they fucking evil like I don't get it it's interesting I feel like I'm not great with sharing but yes you are wait wait so Actually, that's a fucking lie. I'm good with sharing. You are good with sharing. I'm not good with sharing. This is, yeah, like something funny happened. This is like years ago. Like I've, I had a friend who had a bunch of siblings and she was like laughing about the fact how when you have a bunch of siblings, you actually don't share at all because they always take your shit. So you always have to hide it and you don't like when anyone takes your stuff. And I'm just like, oh, here's a bag of chips. Like have the whole thing. Like whatever, I don't care. Like I'll go buy another one. Like it's not a big deal. And I feel like that's just the way I think about it because I never had to grow up with people stealing my food. That's a lie my mom stole all my candy. So I'm not good with sharing candy. Hmm, I don't know. I just feel like I suck at sharing everything. <laughs> like I will, but if I share stuff with you, like I must really love you. Or I have like, a really like excess amount of yeah. it. <laughs> You're like, I have enough to give away. Yeah, I have a whole bottle of vodka. I'll share this. It's fine. 
So I feel like when I talk about this stuff, people are more extra interested with how I make connections people in the city. Maybe I should talk about that more. A big way I started making connections was actually through my ex. He models. We did a lot of creative things together. I met a lot of photographers through him. I met a lot of models through him. I'm still kind of shy. I was definitely still shy when I was on shoots with him because I didn't want to be assertive and be like, oh, hey, I'm a makeup artist. You know, Mm -hmm. here's my card. I was just too shy to present myself maybe it's like a fear of failure or like embarrassment or like feeling awkward and being yeah. like, what if that person's like i don't give a fuck what you are exactly like, <laughs> but the you know the industry is very it's very harsh mm-hmm. so you know like i'd have to get used to you know sassy fucking people yeah. anyways so going to shoots with him opened a lot of doors for me um and just how to socialize and just how to just how to carry myself around set and whatever and just observe things and listen to how people talk and communicate and learn timing of certain things and how difficult it can be to coordinate schedules or how everything goes fucking late whatever so yeah I learned a lot from my ex going to shoots with him and then one of my best friends since high school. He's sim- very similar to me. Since high school, we both found our passion and his passion is photography. And when we were young and we were both still at Henry and Whippy, we would joke and be like, oh yeah, like in the future, we'll be able to do shoots together. I'll be That's able to do the so makeup cute. and you'll take be taking photos. And now we're actually doing it. And it is so amazing to collaborate with him and for you know our work to feed off of each other and we're actually planning another shoot for the end of the month I'm so excited for like I love that I can work with my best friends on our passions together through him I've been able to meet a couple other photographers one of my most recent shoots that got published in Solstice magazine that was probably one of my most favorite shoots I've ever done so far and that was with him I met hairstylists through that I met a couple amazing models often I just DM people on Instagram you know like I said in the first or second episode I view Instagram as a portfolio often so I'm constantly you know scouting models and photographers and people DM me all the time too which is great and often people are just like super nice and friendly and we're all just trying to create and get published I have a couple questions for you but we'll start off with this one you mentioned you had previously no you just mentioned that when you were at Henry you and Daniel were talking about having like shoots and stuff and how you're super excited for the future so like if you knew that makeup was your passion what led you to go to Dow for undergrad I think in high school, my mindset was that like, I couldn't have a successful future by following my creative passion, which is sad because that's something I'll do for fun. Exactly. I definitely I liked makeup in high school. That's when I discovered my life for it. But yeah, it's sad because you know, there's the turn like there's a saying like starving artist, you know, starving Mm artist, whatever. And like, I don't want to be a starving artist. But sometimes it's hard to not get in a dark place and be like, oh, am I going to be a starving artist for like the rest of my life? So I figured like I would have to go to university and get a degree because it's there's always like always something helps. to fall back on. But honestly, like I should never think that way if this is my passion. Like no one mm-hmm. should ever, you should never let anyone or anything like stop you from following your passion because if you're passionate enough about it, like you should be able to do it. Mm-hmm. And being a starving artist is almost just like paying your dues. I feel like everyone just has to do it. Yeah. In any way that you take a risk, I think that you're always going to have to struggle a little bit. It's just the Mm -hmm. way it is. Like, I feel like the only way you wouldn't struggle is if you did like a degree in finance, your parents were already working at a bank, and then you immediately got a job, and then you just led this like pretty depressing life, honestly. (laughs) 
<laughs> like that's the only way where you would actually well in terms of like paying your dues if you think like you're just not making much money mm-hmm. and like what and like what is money gonna as long as you can pay rent and pay for food and you're not like completely like struggling then it's kind of okay you just like can't go shopping as much or going out to eat as much like that's all that it really takes away from yeah I just want to be comfortable mm-hmm. you know and I definitely don't want to be a lifer being in the service industry is fun and that's actually another way I've met a lot of people too. I've met makeup artists, I've met models, I've done networking a lot through the service industry, which is mm-hmm. great, but like do you guys really think I love serving people? Like I love the connection I make with people while I serve them. I don't genuinely love being like, "Okay, you want a vodka soda? What type of vodka? Single double?" Like no. How many times have I said that sentence? No. That's not my passion. But you do, Tisha does work at the two coolest bars in the city. Yeah, I do, which I'm really thankful for. But it's interesting to see how, like, your bosses, like, run their business. I think that's, like, a really cool risk to take is to, like, open up a restaurant in the city. That's more interesting for you. It's not really interesting oh, for me. I'm like, that's so cool. <laughs> no, I work for a, sa- a sick company. I'm super thankful, but you know, I also know I'm easily, easily replaceable. And in the service industry, anyone is super replaceable. Being replaceable is also a feeling I don't like, but I feel like being a successful makeup artist, I know that I've gotten that title because of myself and who I am. Like I'm carrying myself. And you earn like respect to your name. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm super excited to see like where the next year is going to grow. Like I know for sure that I'll be running or owning a business within the next like five to 10 years and I just don't know what it's gonna be which is super exciting I want to I'm in this position now where I want to get a sales job just so I can learn how to sell have zero fear of rejection know exactly how to negotiate in meetings and then take that and apply that to not have a salary but to have revenue gonna be a boss bitch you already are thanks it's like a baby boss bitch baby boss bitch (laughs) that's so cute I love that Okay, guys. Well, I hope you enjoyed more of like a serious side of us and what we currently have going on in our lives. It's not just about guys and dating and shit, but also, yeah, it's that's just the more interesting part. I feel like I was worried that no one's going to give a shit about business in in our eyes or our goals. But then I realized that's what I care the most about. Yeah, that's what I care the most. Wait, how do we how are we going to end this one? the don't forget never starfish, but like don't forget never starfish on your goals. No. Oh my gosh. Again, thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate it, guys. Don't forget to like, subscribe, comment, DM us, share everything. I really hope you guys appreciated this more serious side Mm -hmm. of us. And we love to talk about this stuff as well. We hope it's relatable too. So wish me luck on my challenge, my dating challenge, and us getting jobs and reaching our goals. Yay! And don't forget, never never starfish. Oh, that one was shitty. Let's do it again. Okay, you say it. Don't forget, never starfish. What? Wait, what? What did I lose? Say what? 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 I thought you wanted me to say what. Oh! <laughs> what do you mean? I thought you said say what. So I was like, what? <laughs> That's like when I say something. Something. <laughs> say what. And don't forget, never, never starfish. starfish.